You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. A winter weather advisory is an invitation to own the roads in the Dodge Charger, America's only four-door muscle car with all-wheel drive. To take the winter by storm in a Dodge Durango, the most powerful SUV with all-wheel drive in its class. And to burn some rubber and melt the snow in the Dodge Challenger, the first all-wheel drive muscle coupe. Don't miss the Dodge President's Day event. Based on 2019 Ward's Midsize Sport Utility Vehicle Segment. Based on Ward's Middle Specialty Vehicle Segment. Excludes other FCA US LLC vehicles. Dodge is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Hey, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, with Bill Goldberg. Calling in. How are you, buddy? Ho, ho, ho. I'm doing great, dude. I'm doing awesome. I still smell like methane. I'm, I'm awesome. <laughs> hey, we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about that. A little bit of change up in the schedule for today. But first, I'm going to tell you about Dodge. Hurry into the, into the Dodge President's Day event for a great deal on the Dodge all-wheel drive lineup. And, of course, uh, Geico for uh, for uh, for good uh, car insurance. Check it out. Geico.com and uh, Zybar. CarCast, as you know, is brought to you by Zybar for better engine performance, horsepower, fuel economy, and lower underhood temperatures. Zybar is an ultra-thin high-temperature coating that reduces radiant heat by 90%. So put Zybar on, take heat off. You can learn more at Zycoat.com. All right. So we had it kind of scheduled for, uh, for our friend Leah Pritchett, drag racer, uh, to come into the studio today, and uh, as we're recording this, it's a Monday, and uh, the races out in Pomona are going on. Winter Nationals kicking off a new season, and uh, they got rained out yesterday, so it's delayed. So they're racing no, today. I, I'm I'm very disappointed in her. I thought <laughs> I, I thought she would have put her foot down, told them just to go to hell, and wait until she gets done with CarCast. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. I got a text uh, late last night. Hey, sorry, can't come in. We've got a race tomorrow. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> come on, you can swing it. It's just some race where you're going like, you know, 350 or. Yeah, 330 something <laughs> at least. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they're all having fun out there. I just got a, I just got a, a, a message from my buddy Jeg. Uh, Jeg got knocked out this morning in his round. Uh, by his teammate, so uh, a little bittersweet, I guess. Um, I, I know he always likes to win. He's a good guy. We like the guys at Jags. So uh, uh, hopefully, everybody's out there having fun, being safe, and hopefully, it's dry enough to uh, to to run. I guess they they drag that thing like the big hair dryer <laughs> that they kind of dry the track out a little bit. But um, I don't know much about hair products or hair dryers. But yeah, <laughs> that's right. Even out of the loop of that for a while, the hair dryer on it. You've been out of the loop on that for a while. Um, tell us, uh, you went out to uh, you went out to the races this weekend. You went on Saturday, where it wasn't really raining, right? Well, it was raining on the way up, and it was raining as we left. But you know, these uh, wonderful periodic uh, thunderstorms or downpours that we have here in California are wonderful for the the grounds and the grass. Mm-hmm. But uh, not for driving, uh, and certainly not for uh, NHRA event. But we were lucky, man. We we were we got up there around uh, you know ten o'clock in the morning, spent a couple hours there, 
got in the car about 15 minutes after we uh, headed south, it started raining again. So I can only imagine what they're dealing with. Yeah. Um, tell us how to go. What was the day like? Where'd you guys start off? I'm sure you went and saw a couple friends of ours and uh, watched some racing oh, yeah. and stuff. And, yeah, uh, I saw all the usual suspects. Fortunately, uh, the, Mr. Perdome was one of the first guys I saw there. and uh, uh, Mr. Force. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, stopped into Mr. Ron Caps, and then Cruz Pedregon and uh, Leah and Matt and, you know, all the Dodge boys and girls. And, um, you know, I just I had to had to go down. It's a little little bit of fun. I took G-Man down and uh, tried to blow his eardrums out again. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, he it, it, it's cool because these kids get a little older and you see them mold as little humans. And uh, he's really taken a liking to it much more so than I thought. So as a father, I'm, I'm greatly appreciative that I can pass it down uh, to my son. But he, he, he had an absolute blast. It, it's something I was, I was having a conversation the other day with somebody where somebody was like, uh, they're like, do you like basketball? And I was like, nah, not really. They're like, oh, so you'd never go to a basketball game? I said, well, sure I would because going to live events is different than just like watching it on TV or or – or being a fan of something. It's just like, you know, going to a live event could be fun, even if you're not, like, super into that thing that you're watching. Like, you know, I'm not a huge basketball fan. I've watched some. I played some back in the day, back when height wasn't an issue. <laughs> and uh, and and going to an event is, is fun to do. And I would say NHRA drag racing is definitely one of those car events you have to put on your schedule you have to go to one of these events at least see it once it is so intense like you think it's loud you have no idea you've the 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 sound pressure if you're sitting in the grandstands near the starting line the sound pressure pushes all over your body your eyes your face your chest like it's it it's such a visceral visceral experience that you really have to check it out like you go there with earplugs and when those cars run you're you're covering your ears and jamming the earplugs into your ear holes because it is so intense right it it's definitely has to you have to see it live it's it's that was a great explanation um but and I, at the end of the day, here we go. Number one, there are a lot of people who wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night caring about how many followers they have. I'm not saying this because I want more followers, but look at the last post that I did on my, on my personal account. Mm-hmm. And when you see the camera shaking, when that, when those two cars take off, that is the feeling that you can try to eloquate to people, but you can never do it justice. You have to be there in person to feel that it is. And you don't have to be as close as I was to the starting line by any means, but to see and, or most importantly, feel what these cars are like, you have got to go to an NHR event. NHRA event, it is a must. You do. I, I've I've been down there as well. I've been down to the starting line. Uh, I think it was uh, Jed Coughlin Jr. He and his team invited me down, and uh, it's intense. It's it's insane. I mean, you're right. You don't need to stand on the starting line. You can stand half track and still feel it because those cars are full throttle when they're when and you can feel it off the sides of the track. Uh, just sitting awesome. in the grandstands, like it's 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 pretty intense, and it's also what what makes it a great event is is all the teams they pit just in 
like the vendor booth area, if you will. Like all the car, all the teams are just sort of lined up, and you can walk up on them. There's you know a little bit of a of of a, of a rope basically hanging there, and you can see them thrash on their car the limited time that they have in between. Uh, sessions and you kind of have to get out of the way when they're when they're bringing those things into the pits. Either they're pushing them or dragging them, like with the ATV or whatever they've got going on. And and uh, you know, if if you're a fan of the racing, you're you're gonna see the drivers. You're gonna wave to the drivers. You're probably gonna shake a hand or two, maybe get an autograph. They're they're very personable, and the way it's set up, you're you're very much allowed to sort of like get up on the cars and check out the pits. Um, it is it's very fan friendly, you know, like NASCAR. Um, yeah getting the ability to go out to reach out and literally touch your favorite driver is not, uh, you know, uh, uh, it will definitely happen at one of those events. And it's, it's, it's one of the reasons why people love them so much is because it is, um, you know, that personal, it's, it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun, man. But if you do not like loud noises, do not go to an <laughs> NHRA event. I mean, you you got to double up. You got to get the little foam ear plugs and then the headphones, and then you got to squish your hands on your ears, and that'll pretty much make it. You you'll hear it, <laughs> but yeah. it'll it'll make it uh, a little more tolerable as far as if you've got really sensitive hearing. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to chat with anybody over there about some of the changes going into this year. Uh, the the two big news or fairly big news that I came across was one that Courtney Force is is basically retiring. And uh, Tony Schumacher, uh, after 19 years with U.S. Army sponsorship, they did not renew their deal. And I don't think he raced at all because they, they were unable to, to get another sponsor. Yeah, so, he was up in the uh, in the in the skybox. When we when Gage and I were up there, yeah, uh, didn't look real happy. No, to say the least. No, but uh, you know, I really I, I can't comment on anything more on that. But yeah, he was uh, he was a civilian yet uh, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if you guys had a chance to chat a little bit about it or not, but I'm, I'm sure it's uh, not something he really wanted to get into right now. But but yeah, this is a you know he's he's a multi time I don't know eight time champion. I want to if I if I got that right, I don't have notes in front of me. I'm just kind of going off of off the fly. Uh, He's an eight-time champion. Uh, he's been with U.S. Army for 19 years. Uh, it, it's kind of interesting to me. Like, I get sponsorships deals are hard to come by, and and especially in in a sport like this. Uh, yeah, Chris is saying eight-time championship. Um, why wouldn't there be some other sponsor almost waiting in the wings to back somebody like him? This is not a startup team. This is a, a well-funded you know, well history team that, uh, and, and a hell of a driver. Um, uh, so it seems like if anybody's going to put some money in there, there's a guy you, you, you know, you can put some money behind. So it was interesting. Well, you that could, as a startup, you could hang your hat on a proven guy too, you know, but, but, but those questions or, and or statements lead me to ask Chris a question and he can, probably find it much quicker than myself. But, you know, I, I remember the days when I was told that a one car NASCAR team was, you know, over 20 million bucks to run for the year. I'm curious to see what, you know, uh, what top fuel is, you know, funny car is, you know, for, for one car for a year. Um, just really curious. 
Yeah, so how that compares? Uh, uh, I do have a little bit of insight on that. I, 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 I uh, used to, I used to date, <laughs> I used to date Melanie <laughs> Troxel. Here we go. <laughs> I used to date Melanie Troxel, who is a, a fantastic woman, um, uh, such a sweetheart, and such a competitor. And she's raced, uh, you know, everything out there: uh, pro stock, top fuel, funny car, everything like that. And uh, we had some conversations about racing and stuff like that, um, and even reviewed some sponsorship proposals and 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 stuff. And I want to say that you know, it, not not a force team, not a Schumacher team, but 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 a good team with some money behind it and uh, uh, and whatnot. I would say you're. You're spending about two and a half million dollars to get a car out there for for one season, and that's if it doesn't break much. Well, that seems like a bargain to do that. Two and a half million bucks, hang your hang your hat on a Schumacher, yeah, and you know put yourself put yourself out there front and center. To me, that's um, you know I don't have an extra two and a half mil just sitting there, right? You know, but, and, uh, and and if I had to guess. If somebody was going to come into the Schumacher team and back Tony and, and put something together, um, I, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd say it's probably about a $4 million venture. Uh, uh, I couldn't say for sure, but I, I just don't know that you can get out there for less than about $2.5 million, you know? Um, if nothing happens to your car at all and 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 you're doing well, you know, it's, it's maybe it's it's $2 million, but, I mean, it the fuel alone costs a lot of money. I mean, it's just, it's a it's a... It's a big deal to uh, uh, to go out there, and they're making they're 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 doing steps to uh, to try to make it more affordable. But you know, we we talked about in the past, like I've had these conversations in the past with some of the drivers, and like what happened to the days of the big smoky burnouts and and the showmanship and the you know uh, shy town hustler and and things like that, and they're like we can't do it because it's too expensive. When you do the big smoky burnouts, you burn up the clutch, and we have to go through those clutches more. It's just like and more fuel, and like just to make racing more affordable these days, they just can't put on the the show from back in the day, that can, you know, back in the Don Perdome days that you were talking about. You know, well, that sucks. Yeah, I hear you getting in your car. I am, man. I'm multitasking. You know, I'm here at Auto Armor down in San Diego. We got the Expel guys, you know, nice enough to uh, have me try out their product here. And uh, I'll tell you what, these, this Auto Armor thing is really cool. It's like three different businesses under one roof. You know how usually people will get a wrap and uh, they'll go, you know, elsewhere for a detailer and they'll go elsewhere for you know, maybe vinyl products, but these guys are all under one roof. It's pretty cool, man. It's a one-stop shop. It's 45 minutes from the house, so I don't know how much uh, I'll be here all the time, but as far as a car guy who wants ceramic coating, wants tint, wants a wrap, and then wants his car uh, seriously detailed, man, it seems like a pretty pretty perfect place to go. Yeah. We shall see. I will give you a lot of feedback on this product, because you know I will beat it into the ground. Or <laughs> Good, I'm looking forward to it. 
I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm going to tell you guys about uh, about Geico real quick. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off dry cleaning, pick up some milk, and now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list, and you don't have to pick up or drop off anything. If you just go to Geico.com, you could be saving 15 minutes, or you could be saving in 15 minutes, you'd be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Bill, talk about beating up cars. We never really got a chance to get your final thoughts on the Raptor that you were test driving. Dude, as the owner of Under Armour was showing me the product on his Raptor, um, and, and you know what? We were talking about it, and he says that people love to come up to him every month or two and say, hey, what kind of new car are you getting? And for the first time, he's he's not changing the type of car he's getting because he loves this Raptor so much. And I, I got to tell you, man, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, Did you get to I, tear it up on your property a little bit or was it? Was, was well, it too- well, hell yeah. <laughs> well, no question. You, you know, there's no doubt that I did that. It's not every day that, you know, people can go in their backyard and kind of go mudding. But yes, I did. I didn't want to get the thing too dirty. Um, but I didn't know exactly what they, what paces they wanted me to put it through. But everything that I did with that truck, man, it was just wanting more. Uh, they, they've done a hell of a job with that vehicle. And then that space, you know, they've cornered the market. Yeah, they really have. It, it, it is, you know, like I said, I drove it out here and it is pretty, it is fun. And it's, it's one of the most, it's one of the more comfortable trucks, I think, because of that suspension needs to absorb those that that terrain that you were talking about. And uh, you you should you should open that up to more comfortable one of the most comfortable vehicles, can't you? Yeah, because I mean that thing drives like a really just like an unbelievably comfortable car. It, it's you know what drives better than that? I mean, it, it's the ride. Yeah, get a Wraith or something, or you know, a big. Bentley, whatever, but I mean that thing rides. It's like a, it's on a pillow. It's just awesome. I don't have, I really don't have anything bad to say about it. Oh, so that's a good question, though. So, the Range Rover you have or a Raptor? They're two completely different vehicles <laughs> for two, for two completely different things. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, the, this this Range Rover. I love the Range Rover. It's my wife's vehicle. I'm only in it right now because I had to drop the red eye off. Um. But, and we were talking last night after I drove this to go pick up dinner last night, um, I got back to the house and I told my wife, I said, there is absolutely no way you miss your Escalade because this, this Range Rover is a, it's it's a hell of a ride. I mean, this, this car is beautiful. It's wonderful. I, I really love it. Um, but it's something completely different than the Raptor, although, there are people people in LA that use them for the same thing. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, is, <laughs> is a quite different story. Yeah, it is a little bit different deal. Um, it should be. Uh, uh, I'm glad you like the Raptor. I I thought of, I'm impressed with it. I wish I had like a use for it because I I like the idea of that truck so much. Um, uh, you know, if I had the space for it and, uh, and the use for it, uh, you know, it, it's still kind of one of those things where you're like you know my my. My mom, my brother, my you know my parents are in Arizona. I go out there a few times a year. We do the Bear Jackson events and all that stuff, and and it it could be, 
I maybe I should clean out mom's garage and stick one in there. I just want to go out there a few <laughs> times a year. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for Dodge to do one. You know, I mean, come on, we gotta we gotta uh, get a competitor in that space. Well, uh, you, they're they're more than worthy. You know that, and they've been rumbling. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, we when we were talking with uh, with with Alistair, and he was. On his way to the uh, Chicago Auto Show, and uh, you know the big three, you know automakers are competing with uh, their their supersized trucks right now. All the big the big trucks, the big diesel ones that they have, and uh, yeah, I think Dodge came out with 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 their latest Ram and it toast thirty five thousand pounds. And then the next auto show, you know, I think it was Ford. We're like, yeah, we do thirty five thousand five hundred pounds, and it's just so like if you want to pull a battleship, then, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, <laughs> right. If you want to tow this this studio, this building we're in, you can, you can do it. And it's amazing how, uh, you know, they can get these trucks kind of ready to go, take them to an auto show, <laughs> debut them, and whoever's first. The next guy could be like, yeah, let's just recalibrate a little bit. Let's just say it's thirty five thousand five hundred. Like, it just seems like uh, I'm not. I'm not sure that I. I don't know. I don't. I'm not the buyer for that truck, so I don't. I don't know how much of a bragging right it is. Thirty five thousand. Thirty five thousand five hundred. Like, I. I guess it's it's a press release and it sounds good, but. Are you really buying it for that, or are you, or are you really just going to go buy the the nicer truck or the brand you like, or some of the features on the wacky tailgates that open upward, sideways, have steps in them, and, and all this stuff? You know, they keep uh, reinventing the tailgates. I guess uh, uh, I don't know. Again, it's you know, it's guys like like Alistair that they get to go in and test all of the, those things and kind of break it down for you and say you know what what they think are cool features and what aren't, but. I don't know this. Well, we need to get Alistair on the horn because I just figured out the only thing I don't like about this Range Rover is you can't easily turn off the navigation because it's telling me how to get to my house. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> there's probably, I don't know. There's, See? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. hear it back there. So, I was so like, if there's a random that? woman's voice throwing out directions, I, you know, I'm not trying to be a ventriloquist here today. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man, so the uh, the other thing I want to tell you guys about, this has been a long time coming, is, you know, I had the BMW, the M3 in the shop, and uh, I was getting the suspension work done on it. You know, I was taking off that, that crappy old uh, uh, coilover suspension that was on it, and our guys from uh, KW Suspension hooked me up with some stuff. Um, I was able to buy some stuff from them, got a nice deal from them on it. Guys from Turner Motorsport hooked me up with some stuff, and yeah, went through, did all the things you're supposed to do on the E46. I believe we welded on all those plates, all the subframe reinforcement plates, and and all the mounting plates and whatever for the suspension. That's all done. Went through the uh, through the control arms and swapped them out for the, all the new bushings, the upgraded bushings, urethane, and maybe it's Delrin. I think it's urethane. Uh, I'm not sure how it all broke down. And went with uh, KW. Did you the just say broke down? Yeah, like I, what, I, what I'm saying is I don't know how it how it breaks down between. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. Probably bad choice of words, but the yeah. difference between uh, the the different bushings. I don't know what which pieces had which. Um, so I went with KW's uh, variant three, the double adjustable, and uh, uh, they. 
they seem great so far. Um, I've, I've, you know, over the weekend, I put about a hundred miles onto them, um, and uh, they feel better. They f- definitely feel better. I'm going to play around with the adjustments a little bit, and uh, I want to say the ride is is a smidge softer. But it's more pleasant significantly. And what I mean by that is is the, the spring rate and the coilovers and stuff, it's like it still has kind of a, a very sporty ride like it did before. But the quality of the KW suspension is so much better and it controls the car better. It, the bumps and stuff you hit don't feel like a harsh bang. You know, it's, uh, it's a little bit smoother overall. So I'm going to play around with the adjustments on it. The one thing um, I'm trying to figure out is I had a shop install it for me, and I was setting the ride height. And, uh, uh, you know, one side is about a quarter inch off on the other. So I, I went down there and I started, uh, you know, I grabbed the uh, the spanner wrench and started raising it. And it made a, smi- a slight adjustment, but it took a lot of turns to get there. And now the amount of threads on the coil – are not the same. Let's call it three inches of threads on the driver's side and three and a half, almost four inches on the passenger side. So I'm, I'm starting to think maybe like one of the sides, like the, the spring isn't seated correctly or something's going on. Um, You're just fat. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is, but uh, uh, it's funny because you know, everybody says, hey, you should get the car maybe aligned or set your coilovers with, with a with a with a driver in the car and you know I don't weigh that much to begin with so I don't have to put like a lot of weight in the driver's seat to figure it out like it's pretty it's you know it, it's it's not that much of a difference with me in the car you know with a couple people in the car sure but uh so I got to figure that out but uh anyway so far happy with the suspension but finally the biggest difference was I swapped out the clutch and when we took out this clutch when the when the car was built you know 15 16 17 years ago um it's a 2001 when i say built i mean when the engine was built and the supercharger was done the coilovers were done uh the only clutch available was like a sax racing clutch and that thing is just harsh back then it was just harsh such a heavy pedal feel. It gripped well, but it was uncomfortable to drive because of how much effort the pedal was. And then it was uncomfortable because it would bite so hard. It was just like I, I remember driving with a friend of mine, and she was like, "What? What's what's going on with your car?" She's <laughs> like, "This thing is kind of all over the place." So we, uh, I called up uh, the buddies over at the Advanced Clutch Technologies. They're out here in Lancaster, I believe, and I said. Uh, where are we now with clutch technology? You know, 18 years after, almost 18 years after this car came out. And, you know, they re, they asked me a bunch of questions. We ran through some of the options, and, and they came up with a with a clutch uh, kit, flywheel, really, really nice stuff. And uh, I said, is it going to hold? And they said, yeah, this thing is 40%, 50% more clamping force than stock. It's definitely going to handle the supercharger. And I said, what it's going to feel like? And they said, about 10% more pedal effort than the stock uh, M3. And I said, well, I have no idea what the stock M3 feels like. I've been driving this thing for, for a year. And uh, I got it all in there and uh, been breaking it in a little bit. Like I said, about 100 miles on it. And, man, what a night and day difference. 
it's how easy is it? How easy is the depression? The 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 pedal effort now is so much better. It's it's a it's amazing that uh, we can make clutches with this type of technology now. And there's not a whole lot of innovation that's gone over the years. Just the, what they've done to just improve pedal feel and clamping force and doing dual disc and things like that that we're seeing in some of these cars is is uh is impressive and uh i i mean i drove it here uh sitting in traffic this morning and um i didn't even think about it for a minute i was just you know making phone calls and uh listening to music and didn't even think about the pedal effort on this thing other than just being impressed so i'm so glad that's done uh, whoever is going to be the next owner of this car one day is going to be so happy that it's done. <laughs> it's, uh, it was such a huge difference. Um, while I was in there, you know, we, uh, changed out the shifter and put a new shifter boot and knob on it. So all the, the, uh, the M stuff, uh, lighted shift knob and the, I think the, I think the shifter, I think the shift knob and the boot are like one piece leather and it might be out of the newer M5s. I couldn't say for sure. I say Move newer. Up. I, I, I say newer, but I mean whatever the last manual transmission version was, six speed transmission version was. So I tell you, it was such a huge difference. I couldn't be happier with it. Now I I tell you <laughs> if you want to keep the miles low on your car, put a terrible heavy racing clutch in there because this car, like it says, 2001, it has 24,000 miles on it because nobody that's wanted one, to drive that's it. That's one thing. Either that or just put drag radials on the back. <laughs> and then and wait for rain. Drive it half the time. <laughs> yeah, put drag radials on there in a rainy season and see what happens. Uh, yeah. You'll drive uh, it once. Yeah, so you've got some more stuff coming up. We're going to get into that as well. First, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about, uh, about Zycoat. The guys at Zycoat, they make Zybar that we've been telling you about. You know, there's uh, many engines. They place hot components like exhaust manifolds uh, close to the air intakes to plug wires, carburetors, brake and power steering lines, and heat is the enemy of speed. We all know that. It robs power, robs your speed. Before, the only options were wraps, tapes, or ceramics, and now there's Zybar. It's a DIY high-temp coating that reduces radiant heat by 90%. Their resin-based polymer formula withstands temperatures in excess of the engine environment, and it costs about a third of ceramic coating, which is fantastic. There's a single application of, of Zybar to your manifold exhaust system or headers will control heat, resulting in higher horsepower and torque. Now, we're going to have the guy, uh, Tim. He's going to come back into the studio with us at some point, uh, maybe uh, later this week on the next car cast, and he's going to tell us about a new product, some stuff that they got going on. But for now, check this out. CarCast listeners can receive a 15% discount plus free shipping on all online orders. Just use promo code CARCAST when you purchase at Zycoat.com and get a 15% discount and free shipping. So Zycoat. Dot com. The product is Zybar. Check those guys out. Um, so you were uh, hustling back and forth all of last week doing NCIS. Uh, again, follow uh, follow Goldberg on social media. You guys know where he is. Um, uh, lots of good Instagram stuff. So check out Goldberg95 and Goldberg's Garage. You can see NHRA videos. You can see uh, Goldberg and G-Man uh, at, uh, at the races. And you can see you guys 
taken some little BTS scenes, uh, some behind the behind the scenes shots of NCIS Los Angeles. Plus, yeah, man, they got a they got a Hellcat out there. My my (laughs) second uh, my second appearance there, and uh, day by day, my relationship with Dodge gets stronger and stronger. And yes, now. Sam, uh, a la LL, is driving a Hellcat Challenger on the show. Nice. And uh, I was surprised it wasn't a wide body. We'll see what we can do about that. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty bitching to show up and have that thing uh, out there. and um, To drive, you know, the red eye up there one day. And, uh, yeah, it's all good, man. I'm, I'm always greatly appreciative to be on these shows. But the guys and girls at uh, NCIS in front and behind of the camera, they're, they're just absolutely awesome. They're, I mean, let's just be honest. I'm not a thespian by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, they make you feel comfortable and, and, and like, you know, and so it reduces the stress level. And so you can go out and give the best performance. And No, I only got to kill a couple guys on this episode, <laughs> so I was a little pissed off. But, you know, at least they got me doing something physical now. And. Uh, Department of Justice uh, investigator Lance Hamilton has made his second appearance on the show, and hopefully there'll be more to come. It seems like a, a fun thing to do. the uh, The last episode you did was 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 fun. It was it was um, it was great to see you on there. I'm curious of uh, of of the cast that's on that show. They've been doing that for a while. Who's the car guy? Is there a car guy or a girl out of that group? Yeah, I mean. Uh, LL's a car guy, you know, for sure. Uh, most of, you know, the writers are car guys for sure. Everybody there is a car guy and car girl. It's just to the, to the extent I'd, I'd say LL is the biggest. Um, one of the writers is, is definitely a car guy. He and I are going back and forth about his G wagon and thank God I didn't have to buy Wanda one, <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, for the most part, they're all, they're all, uh, enthralled with, the vehicles and ask me to bring a different Dodge up every day, which that's is not really hard to cool, do. <laughs> yeah, that's not hard to do at all. Um, well, Unless do we know? Do we know how long it takes from filming before those episodes air? Do we have some idea? Well, if it's the Goldbergs, and I've done three, two of those episodes since I we've spoken last. Uh, that's a quick turnaround. The NCIS thing, I think it's two to three months, but it's something that, you know, people will, if they follow me on social media, I'll be able to get a heads up and throw some out there. There's, they've got me some uh, nice video behind the scenes that they're packaging together so I can put them out there soon. And, um, just keep, keep, keep abreast because we got lots of cool news on the forefront. Yeah. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing this weekend? Can you tease that? Well, um, well, my I'm I'm increasing my resume of characters that I have played throughout the years, whether it be a professional football player or a uh, uh, a convict or a professional wrestler or uh, a Unisol or whatever it may be or a coach. Uh, now I get to be mayor, so. <laughs> That's kind of all I can say about that one, but it is a Dodge. I, I've, I've signed on to do some more with Dodge, and I'm greatly appreciative of that opportunity, and I do believe that they couldn't have found a better bald guy uh, <laughs> to represent their product than me, and actually I 
and I'm sorry to rag on your inability to be above six feet, but <laughs> you know when you got somebody that's repping your product that's a little tiny short guy that has to stand on an apple box on movies to look like he's big. Yeah. Not the right guy. That's not the right guy. Not so the right guy. I do believe they have found the guy to properly represent their product. And so hopefully we got some really badass stuff on the horizon. I know they do. Hopefully they'll involve me with it. But, um, you know, it just gets me closer and closer to that dream car, the wide body charger, man. That's all. Yeah. That's the only reason why I do this stuff. You know, it's, it. it's, you know, we, Obviously, we love Dodge. They support the show. We they they buy some ads and stuff on the show. But to give you guys some insight of like how this came to be was is was you and I had been talking about doing this show for a while, and when we launched it in March, we sort of set out with some goals and a plan and what we wanted and things like that. And, and, you know, I saw the cars you were getting and, and I said, well, let's talk about them and let's make the show, you know, uh, sure about the news and what's going on in the car world and racing and have admins come in and tell us, you know, that stuff. But it, it, it should be a little bit about what we're doing as well and the car projects that we have and what we like. And there's no secret that I love Ford. There's no secret that you love Dodge. And, uh, uh, and 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 that's and that's fine. So a lot of this Dodge talk has come from, and and my Ford talk as well has come from what we love to do. So you know, uh, you guys gotta have to like everybody that's listening kind of have to like be a little bit patient. Is is we are so excited about this? We're excited about is is we launched a show in March. And now you're doing Dodge commercials, and of course you're having more fun with your cars, and 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 being able to share these experiences, and and but look, but who knows? Like you were saying, you know, you wouldn't think to be driving a Ford Raptor for a week to see how it is, and you did, and those are the experiences that we love that we want to talk about with you guys. So, um, and then those of you who are listening, we want to hear those experiences from you as well. What do you like? What do you drive? So. Um, and it truly, truly does separate us from a lot of the other people out there because we don't just talk about it. We live it. You know, we experience it from day to day, second to second. And it's not something that we get paid to talk about, though we do from time to time get paid to talk about it. But the things that we talk about are not forced by any stretch of the imagination. And in the automobile world, and in this industry, you know, you can tell somebody, uh, you can you can identify a fake quite easily and quite quickly. And yeah. uh, we're we're the furthest thing from it. And hey, I, I just wish that I wouldn't have to have to have bought six Dodges to get a commercial. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> you know, I between, mean, so, between um, you and I, we have spent way more money. On cars and car stuff that we've <laughs> ever going to get paid for doing any ads or live shows or anything. Like I, it, it's 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 uh, sure it it offsets a little bit, which is nice, but nowhere near. Like nowhere near. You know, not like, even like, close. But here's the caveat. The caveat is both you and I are fine. I mean, I know I am because it's what I love to do and I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. And I'm extremely lucky as are you that we know what we like and we can live it and we can breathe it and we can experience it and every day. I was telling somebody about it yesterday. 
how do you figure out what car you're going to drive? Well, it's just completely dependent upon the weather, where I'm going, and what I want to accomplish. And to be able to make those decisions and be in a position to make those decisions, I'm one of the luckiest guys in the world. And don't think for a second that I don't realize that. But um, there's if I if I didn't have a sponsor, if I didn't have an affiliation with any car company, we didn't have this podcast. I'd be talking about the same thing every day. Right. And you, it, it, you and I have been talking about it for ingrained. years. <laughs> yeah, it's ingrained in our hearts, man. It's what we do. It's what we love. Um, you absolutely, and and we want to hear that from from you guys as well. So you can always uh, you can always email us at carcastshow at gmail dot com. But another way is to show us, and uh, this this brings up our tenth year anniversary of Carcast. We're having a huge car show event at the Peterson Museum here in L.A. It is Sunday, March tenth. You can go and get tickets at adamcrolla.com or you can go to peterson.org. You can get tickets to the event. There's a, there's a handful of events. I, I, maybe Chris has a little more detail on this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot at it. There is a car show from 2 to 4, and everyone's invited. Uh, I think it's like 35 bucks to bring a car in there or 20 bucks if you just want to be a spectator. But bring us your car. Every car I want to see, big, small trucks, electric, gas-powered, diesel, anything you guys want to do, bring. I want to see it out there. This doesn't have to be the best of the best. I want to see what you guys, the listeners, drive. We're gonna... And I'll throw 100 bucks out there for anybody who brings a Pinto. <laughs> I think uh, I think Bo Bachman bought the Galpin Pinto. That was a racing car back in the day, and, and uh, he was so excited about that. Could you bring that up? Um, I want everything out there. Uh, we're going to be judging cars. We're going to be handing out awards. There's going to be a People's Choice uh, Award for the cars as well. They're all going to get uh, voted on the way in. Um, hopefully, uh, we're, we're locking down the schedule. Hopefully, uh, Goldberg, you're going to be there with something cool, bring something up. Um, I'm going to – I think I'm going to bring the M3. I'm on the fence if I bring the, the Mustang out there. Obviously, it doesn't run. But uh, it looks good, and it you know it rolls around. I know it's been on the lift for years, so maybe it's time to get it off the lift for like a weekend. I'm just afraid that if I move it off the lift and bring it to the car show, someone's gonna Adam's gonna put something on the lift real quick, and then I'll, I'll be stuck. So uh, we'll we'll see about that. But uh, Jay Leno said he's coming out and he's bringing a car. Mike Brewer from Wheeler Dealers is coming out. And he's bringing a car. Our buddy Chris Jacobs from Motor Trend TV and Discovery and all the Bear Jackson auctions, and he's got shows all over the place. He's a Mopar guy. He said he's he's bringing a car, so we'd love to see Chris Jacobs come out there. Um, he's such a good dude. Um, and I just found out that my co-host, Brad Fanshaw from Shift and Steer, he's coming out and he's bringing a car, and he's bringing his business partner, Michael Anthony from Van Halen and the Circle. And I think... Michael just bought uh, a Mercedes AMG GT, and I think he's got it all done like a satin black. It's going to be kind of menacing, <laughs> um, and uh, he may be bringing that. I hope Brad brings something out of his out of his older muscle car collection. Maybe his El Camino, or maybe his Baldwin Motion Vega, or something like that. I want him to bring something cool. So. Um, I gave him the heads up uh, last week, and I said, "Start working, start tooling away. You know, changing the oil, do what you got to do." Um, so this should be a good event. So there's the car show that's two to four. After that, there's a screening 
of Uppity, the Willie T. Ribs documentary. You can get a separate ticket to that. And then at night, there is a uh, Adam Carolla show, which is an, also a 10-year anniversary celebration. And Adam's guest, I believe, is going to be Jimmy Kimmel. Does that sound right? Yep, it is Jimmy. Okay. Do we know if the screening or ACS are sold out yet? Uh, I, I believe the podcast is sold out. All right. So you might be able to – you can get the screening, but check. Check now because as we're recording this, you're going to hear this on uh, Wednesday as you're listening to this. There might be a few tickets left for the car show definitely because we can fit a lot more people. The screening is limited to a few hundred people and, and the Adam Carolla show is limited to a few hundred people. So um, hopefully we'll see uh, we'll see you guys out there as well. Um, before we wrap up, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit more about Dodge. Don't spend this winter shoveling snow when you can be out there shredding it. With the Dodge all-wheel drive lineup, hurry into the Dodge President's Day event for a great deal. All right. Uh, let's see if there's anything else going on. We're kind of running out of time now. Um, yeah, when you go to the when you go to the pump and you see those people park and they realize that they have parked on the wrong side because the gas <laughs> yeah is on, that's me I just did that in the Range Rover so hey I'm not above stupid shit like that ladies and gentlemen all right that, that, now we know what all that shuffling around is <laughs> stop it again well, now we know now, now we, we know. know all right guys check out uh check us out on social media because of course at carcastshow.com we have everything up there we love a good review and a rating up on itunes tell a friend you can follow me at motorator everywhere you can follow goldberg he's goldberg 95 and goldberg's garage on instagram that's your best place to go find the latest and greatest of what he is doing um and uh that's it check out uh Check out the CarCast show at the Peterson Museum, March 10th. I really hope to see you guys out there. It's going to be fun. This is 10 years in the making. We've never done a car event. Um, I would say I don't know why, but probably because we're podcasters, <laughs> not car <laughs> show people. But uh, that's it. So until next time, for Chris in the studio and Goldberg filling up gas and, uh, and myself, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. I'm keeping it real. Don't forget that. <laughs> For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. CarCast Show.